Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where nothing's, nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. We are so happy to be coming to you from the Salad Bites Media headquarters located <laughs> in beautiful downtown Salinas, Salinas California. California. <laughs> We're going to get that down, bitch. <laughs> it's going to come eventually one day. Mm-hmm. It's been going. It's yeah. Been- you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to write it out. We have to say for Old Town Salinas. Oh, yeah. Fuck downtown. Yeah, Old Town. I got that wrong. We got to get an edit in there somewhere. But anywho. <laughs> but anywho, in studio today, we are so happy to be joined by a guest. Beautiful guest, yourself. please introduce yourself. Bachelorette number one. <laughs> but Hi. not really. <laughs> Hi, my name is Carissa. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here to talk about some body positivity with y'all. Yay. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. I love it. <laughs> so the reason why we wanted you to be on the show, which I thought like you were perfect for this episode. Um, I'll give it up to Frenchie. She came to me with this one too, and she was like, girl, you already follow her on Instagram. And I was like, who? I got my phone out. <laughs> no, so like you saw like most of us people, like, Everyone that knows Sam and I and a group of girls, we went out to a pole dancing class for Mm -hmm. our friend Eva's birthday. And bitch, like I felt sexy. Like I felt good. I felt empowered, you know, because usually I'm not a skinny. Obviously, I'm not a skinny girl. Yeah, I'm not. I got my fupa right here. (laughs) I'm a very curvy person. You know, usually you see that you're like, oh, my, you know, it's very. Why, though? Well, a lot of people. I blame the Kardashians. (laughs) we can get into that whole like chloe kardashian thing and like the mm -hmm. unediting and stuff and Mm -hmm. then it's like you don't get to create the environment and then cry wolf once it's perpetuated against you baby girl like you created part of this whole like system that feeds into this like paid for that picture to be off the internet forever and i it's only for a quick second and then after that, it wasn't even horrible. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Did you see? Did you get to see it? No, honestly, no? I, I don't. I don't keep up with. I that. don't. Yeah, no. I I heard it like yeah. as an afterthought, and by the time it got to me, it was already gone. Yeah, you know I what saw, I mean? I saw and, it in the shade room, <laughs> super shade oh, room, yeah. right? So, <laughs> I don't see. That was one of the ones that I unfollowed. <laughs> I'm like, Not I don't need lie, this in my I have life. All the Kardashians blocked on Instagram. Do you really? So You're like, so they that. can't they can't follow me or anything. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> that. I don't want those bitches following me. Like, I, I love that energy. I'm, where's my tablet? I'm about to block a bitch right now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I remember like hearing about that. I did not know what was going on. Then I seemed like, oh, the picture I saw, I was like, dude, she doesn't look horrible. She it's not filtered, obviously, you know, but she did not look bad. She's just mad because her grandma posted a picture of her real looking self. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. the same yeah. eye roll that the I did. <laughs> the I was eye roll, say, the like, eye roll mm-hmm. is like major here. I and can't. then, you know, but anyway, sorry, I took it. No, no, no. It's just like you think about it. You're like, what the hell? Like, what's the big deal about it? Like, all those girls are so... And it's sad because that's what I was thinking today in the shower. I was like, because... I shut up. Because of these (laughs) people, these, you know... I call them like, what do they call like cultural vultures, whatever mm-hmm. like they're called. They they tend to look a certain way and have the younger generation think they have to look this way. Right. I think the other like the most like it's sick on a whole bunch of different levels. But one of the ones that really gets me is like you said it like they're culture vultures. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the part to me that's really sick is that they fetish fetishize a certain part melanated woman's body right Mm -hmm. and they and but it's just one part of it right Mm -hmm. and and they hold it up and they say oh this is the new standard of beauty it's got to come with the lighter colored skin so now therefore it is more 
consumable for mm-hmm. the American masses, right? Exactly. And again, you guys create the environment that perpetuates this unrealistic standard beauty, quote unquote beauty. Not just that, but then if you dig deeper and it's, you know, it's a lot more layered than that, right? Mm -hmm. It's the cultural appropriation. It's the fetishizing black bodies, black and brown women's bodies. It's the adultification (laughs) of black and brown girls, right? The Eurocentrified version. Exactly, exactly. right? To uphold that like Western European standard of beauty Mm -hmm. that... Bitches over there don't even look like that. Like Mm -mm. they literally are out there like getting plastic surgery to look like melanated females. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then they get upset again when the violence of that culture that they create is perpetuated against them. How many young femmes has that culture perpetuated violence against? And it is violence, you know, like let's call a spade a spade. It's violence, you know. And it's gross. It's 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 really, mm-hmm. really disturbing on like a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. And so I think because of that is also why we really wanted to talk about, you know, to embrace not- your curves, embrace your body, yeah. happy with what you have. Like, girl, I know you do. Do <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. like, you know what, Chris? You are one badass person. <laughs> I am you. sorry. Like, so are you. I'm like, oh, girl, I had a stop. I, you're my Instagram crush. Like, you are my Instagram crush. I'm not going to lie. I will say this out there and, you know. What is it called? Internet world. (laughs) I will say this right now. Like, no, you on record on record. (laughs) But honestly, I remember first following you Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, like she's just like she's so out there. Like, I love it. I wish I had that strength like that. Like, like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not me, you know, but more power to you, man. Thank you. Yeah, I growing up. I mean, it wasn't always that way, you know, Mm -hmm. like I come from a very, you know, very machismo household Mm. where you know i'm sure you both know how that goes is it like (laughs) i call it the very traditional mexican catholic household exactly okay very closeted very very conservative very very quietly anti-black as well Mm. you know that that runs deep sometimes in latino households unfortunately And yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I know you highlight the positives of it, but it wasn't always pretty, you know, Mm -hmm, it took mm -hmm. a lot of pain to get where I am, Mm -hmm. you know, I, in eating, in high school, I struggled with an eating disorder, I struggled with bulimia, and that was like the worst time in my life was in Mm -hmm. high school, and Yeah, so I had bulimia for about two years. Definitely a trigger warning for anyone listening out there. Gonna get into some heavy topics for sure, eating disorders and self-harm. But yeah, I I dealt with an eating disorder for about two years and it was just like my way of kind of coping with the shit that I couldn't control because like in a fucked up sense of the word, like you feel like you have more control Mm. when you have an eating disorder. Because you're in control of what you put in your mouth and you're also in control of what you expel from your body. So it's a very twisted psychology in a sense. There is a lot of science or you know, where people understand what is happening in the brain, which causes someone to, you know, act out in the, in this one particular way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who's out there who's struggling, you know, there's definitely a lot of help that is available to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just had a lot of like ideas put in my head growing up, you know, like my mom was a bigger, bigger woman. So Mm. she always put her, she, what's the word? She, 
she just put her ideas into me, you know, mm. like she she worried about me being bigger. So she controlled everything I ate. Every, you know, she made me do sports that I never wanted to do. And did she make you do exercises like exercises? Yep. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, girl. The diet oh. culture. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And and what I thought back then was healthy was actually just complete like microaggressions to me just being <coughs> a human and being a teenager and just my body is evolving every day our bodies fluctuate throughout our lives Mm -hmm. i mean statistically speaking in the united states size 14 is the normal size for a woman yeah but what do what do we see in the media that's a considered like size size. two four (laughs) so you know obesity right there if you're if you're an eight you're considered a plus size model right oh yeah yeah, that's right an eight is considered a plus size model which is a bunch of bullshit i'm like size eight in high school now I'm very proudly saying I'm a size. I fluctuate between 12 and 16. I'm in between those sizes. Let's also mm-hmm. say our gene sizes are fucked. Okay. I Gosh. Can, I can be a Thank yes. you. I can be 7 <laughs> to 16. I don't That's know ridiculous. what my gene size is. I hate, 7 to 16. And not just that. Like there's that. And then there's the whole like fast fashion aspect where oh. you can order a size two from Zara and one pair of jeans and then order the same size in a different pair of jeans. And It'll it's like ridiculously different, yeah. different yeah. in size. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what happened here? Right. Then, then like when I order clothes online, like I think they're going to fit I me. I don't order clothes online. No. I hate shopping. <laughs> I hate, sh- I actually hate like physically going places. Cause I have to try it on at home. Like, you know, like it can I don't be triggering. Yeah. I like mean, I don't you, like you need that. To be an, and especially for, you know, bigger women whose bodies fluctuate and mm-hmm. we don't really like know our true size, mm-hmm. like going at, like you need to be okay. It's going to be, a, I'm going to try on jeans today. I need to mentally fucking prepare myself to not have a mental fucking thing. <laughs> right in the, like, right there, like, just right. undressing yourself in the room. And you're like, fuck, I can't do this anymore. Right. For it, real. You have to literally, like, you know, mentally get ready. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it sucks, man. Like, that's why when I worked, used to work at Forever 21, shit sucks. It was <laughs> the worst at fashion. <laughs> it was like, man. oh, God. God. It was the worst. But, I mean, so that happened with you this this going just going through middle school high school for you or so it was just through high school and okay. just a lot of things were going on at that time I came from you know my my father was an alcoholic and there was just a lot of things outside of my control that I just couldn't handle <clears throat> um at that time of my eating disorder when I was you know at my worst I was barely 115 pounds and oh. and and it's I it's ironic because you know when I was 150 pounds I was getting the most compliments I've ever oh, fucking received that. in my life <laughs> you look so good you're so fit you know because I you know I had abs and like no it's I'm throwing up every day to look like this like it's it's not something natural you know Mm -hmm. and then of course now when I feel like I'm at my healthiest you know I work out I weight lift fucking five days a week I see that like I'm busting my ass and you know now everybody wants to be like oh like my doctor you know concerned about me (laughs) really it's just it's just funny how that works you know like the thicker body it's it's just internalized fat phobia is what it all comes it really down is. to. Yeah. Even like the BMI, like the body mass oh, no. index is like super fucking like fat phobic too, super essentially. Like, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. How tall are you? If you don't mind I'm my I'm 5'4". 5'4". 115 pounds at 5'4". Mm-hmm. Gosh, you were really small. Yeah, yeah. It was, really it was rough. And yeah, I, I mean, definitely not proud of that 
you know, part of my life. But I was very privileged to get the help that I needed when I did. I was basically forced into therapy when I was in high school because I had told my mom that I was struggling. And my high school, literally, I went to Watsonville High, and they put me on an in-crisis list, not shitting you. They put me on an in-crisis list. So, like, I had eyes and ears on me at all times. (gasps) How uncomfortable Oh you my know, God. Especially being someone who's struggling right. with body image issues right. to have like eyes on you constantly right. is not oh, the yeah, course of God. action to be taking yeah, for I, somebody. This is exact. See how much shit we put up with? My God. Right. And you know what? And this, this happens to femmes. Mm-hmm. This is something that happens to femmes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, it's so annoying. It's irritating. Yeah. It's like, it gets me pissed. It's like, I'm just mad right now that yeah. they did and that And I to think you. that the other thing too is that the sickness of it is they think they're helping. Right. Like this right. is this is the, they have this like savior complex to mm-hmm. you know yeah. they're gonna keep an eye on her and she's she's not gonna hurt herself while I'm watching her some mm-hmm. weird shit when it's like I just need fucking resources and like yeah. people who look like me who I can talk to and who mm-hmm. have similar experiences. Yeah, you know, not white principles that aren't <laughs> you know who can't relate to my experiences. Yeah, you don't need another and white who Jesus. don't. <laughs> but not just that, but like a white principle who doesn't understand the culture. Culture right. and how these, you know, ideas and philosophies about health and wellness <laughs> and, you know, the 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 number on the scale are perpetuated at home because right. of the culture. You know what I mean? Like, I remember watching like an episode of Tyra when she mm-hmm. had her talk show and there was oh, a girl so that she ago. had on one time and th- she was talking about she was like a Latina and she was saying that her, her parents, their nickname for her was Gorda. Mm. And she was like, and my sister was like Flaca. And she was like, what does that mean? And she was like, oh, it means chubby. And she was like, they called you chubby, you know? And she was like, yeah. And it's like a term of endearment. She was like, what? And it's like, you don't understand. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there's, when you say people that look like me and understand, like understand me, mm-hmm. there's you, we need people that understand the cultural nuances as mm-hmm. well so that they can give you resources. Cause you're not just struggling at school with 16 year old peers. Mm-hmm. This is literally being internalized to you from the, the, you know, power structure mm-hmm. in your life that is supposed yeah. to be there to like show <laughs> you the way right. and pave it. So to, it's a really, again, a really fucked up psychology yeah. of what do I have power and control over? And especially growing up in Watsonville, that's already low income where we mm-hmm. don't have access to, you know, healthier things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom, food was deserts are yeah, a real thing. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were already struggling to get by. So, it's not like I could eat fucking kale and you know, <laughs> and it's a trip too because you know I'm sure someone's uncle was fucking harvesting that somewhere around here where the yeah. salad bowl of the world you feel me and like Watsonville's all strawberries I mean yeah exactly sure. but yet there are families that are picking these crops that are struggling to have access yep. to fresh and healthy fruits yeah. and vegetables how the fuck does this happen in the world I got all these ideas, people, but that's a totally different podcast. <laughs> a different episode there, Stay guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like these, this is real life shit. And it's happening to girls all over the country, you know? And it's not just here in Salinas or on Watson no, Beach or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah everywhere. it's everywhere. And it's because we were all kind of raised in that very similar kind of 
you know, these like toxic environments and like, and people do think that they're being kind or sweet and giving you that like pet name mm-hmm. or whatever. I mi gordita vente pa acá. See, like my, my dad, my, my humblest, like sweetest father, that's his nickname for me, gorda. Mm-hmm. I never, for me, I never seen it as a bad way. Cause it's like, my dad doesn't show love, you know? So that's his way of me thinking like he loves me, like mm-hmm. his nickname for me, you know, my mom fucking hates that. He calls me gorda. Till this day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mom, it's like, I don't trip out. You know, no mm-hmm. one else can call me gorda, just my dad. You know, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. And so she's like, well, I don't like it when he calls you that. I'm like, mom, that's his cariño. That's his way of showing affection towards me. And then mm-hmm. that that's okay with me, like personally. But mm-hmm. when it's like, I guess I see what you're saying when you, it's like me and other, other people fr- yeah. can be triggered It's like the same it. thing, like la, la, neg- la negrita, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. la blanquita. Because yeah. like there was like me, like, you know, two Jackies, me and then the other Jackie, my friend. She was the, the darker skin and I was a light skin. People would know it was a part like that. Oh, the dark one or the light one? I'm all like, damn, it's just Jackie with the IE or Jackie with the Y. That's that's all yeah, you got to know like, separate us from, you know? Yeah, but I, I see. But it's just that's the way we were raised and that's the way we see things. And I mean, unfortunately, like in the Latino culture, like, you know, Hispanic culture, it's just the way we show affection and love sucks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and But I think it really comes from like uh, like internalized racism. Yeah, like sure. if we really, really get down to the root of it, like that's where all of this stems from. <clears throat> and I think especially for femmes, you know, like we carry our trauma in our womb space. Mm-hmm. And so like it doesn't surprise me that you your trauma would manifest itself with something related to eating and right. you know what I mean? And that space in your stomach yeah. and stuff like that. I think that that is very telling. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sense. sorry that you had to struggle in that it's okay. way. I've, I've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> I've done some hard fucking work. I mean, my adult life has mostly been unlearning and relearning. Like mm. it's just been educating myself and taking, taking the time to sit down and be like, okay, I need to first understand that my parents are not only parents, they're also human beings. Mm-hmm. They were having their own lived experiences on top of having children. You know, I am not them, and I need to separate myself from that idea mm-hmm. and be my own person without my parents. Yeah, And that's, like, a challenging thing for a lot of us to see, too, you know, like... Because of the dynamics of the family. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's power in numbers, so it's like stick together. Right. Exactly. Don't stray away. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you know. Family I mean? is everything. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which and it's is like, but y'all motherfuckers is toxic, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how, about, how about family and boundaries are everything? Right. Yeah, <laughs> some people we still don't understand too. that. Right, and it's so <laughs> funny, too, talking about boundaries because it's like, what we see as firm boundaries, they see as like an attack or like take it very personal. Disrespect, yeah. disrespect, like a lot. disrespectful of you to yeah. not grant me access to this part of your life. I yeah, birthed right. you. Right. And I was like, I am a grown adult and right. I don't know you shit. Kindly. Talking about that, I had seen a post somewhere the other day where it was if they're feeling attacked, it's probably because they used to have some sort of control over you that they don't have now. Mm. And that's their weakness is that mm. they don't have that control over you now anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I see. I, I know you're, I seen that post before too. Right. I've seen that again, TikTok. I saw this video where this little girl, like she, I feel like she got really abused by her mom. Like, like not, like mentally abused Mm -hmm. and I guess like this one video she showed like oh I don't want to say hi to my uncles or aunts like I don't feel comfortable and she told her mom's like okay well you don't have to say hi just be like you don't give them a hug but just say hello so I guess in the video she showed like oh the aunt went up to the mom like oh she doesn't want to say hi she doesn't want to give me a hug 
And then she's like, feels embarrassed, the mom. And she's like, go, go say hi to your aunt. Go have, mm-hmm. go give a hugger. And then she's like, no, you told me I don't have to. And then she's all like, I don't care. Go do it now. Because again, it's like disrespectful, feeling some type of way. And I'm just like, and I feel so bad for the girl in the video. I'm just like, oh my God, like you poor thing. Like you must have felt like downsized or just like ashamed of, or I don't know anything that I was crying on my empath ass, you know, it was just mm-hmm. crying. And I'm just like, poor thing. Like, and she's yeah. also like a curvy person. And her mom also in the video, she would say that she would put her down because the way she looked, don't eat that. Don't do this. Don't do that. You need I to work out. Shit. And I was raised in a family. Like, I come from a very curvy family. Mm-hmm. Very like we're not size four, three, two, whatever. You know, we come from 10 and up. And then my grandma would always say, well, you need to eat. We we already don't come from a skinny family. I was like, damn, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, second plate. You got it, you know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. But then it wasn't healthy for me because then in my head I was thinking, like, I felt horrible for eating that. And then I would guilt myself out and work out for hours when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And, like, same thing, sports. Mm-hmm. That was my get rid of everything thing, you know. And it's just very, like, toxic mentality. Yeah. Now that, you know, we're older, we're ne- learning more every day. And, yeah. you know, we're like, the fuck mm-hmm. was I thinking back then? Obviously, we were younger. We didn't know what the hell we were doing right. or taught well. And now it's just like, dude, I embrace my fucking fupa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think was one of the biggest things, like, breakthrough-wise that, that you unlearned <clears throat> and relearned? Oh. What's one of the ones that you're oh, like, dang, gosh, I could... Yeah point to that and that could be helpful for someone else because that was really helpful for me honestly like I had said before like my body is gonna fluctuate throughout my life yes you know I don't I'm not finished growing until I'm like in my late 20s first mm-hmm. of all mm. second of all I might bring another life into this world eventually mm-hmm. like my yeah. body is gonna continue to fluctuate I'm gonna get wrinkles my everything is gonna be stored differently throughout my life yep that's it. My body is going to fluctuate. And that's, I just learned to become happy with that. Yeah. That, that my body is constantly changing, just like our moods do every day, mm-hmm. just like the, the weather. weather does every day. <laughs> Cycles of the moon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Our bodies are going to change. And so are our minds, as long as that go with our, and hand in hand with our bodies. So, yeah. you know. I, one of the things that I really love for me, like embracing myself and my body and stuff like that, because it's like, I've been very privileged in the sense that like I'm the body type that is considered to be like acceptable quote unquote you know what I mean and so like you know a lot things that I saw perpetuated against other women I have didn't really experience those same things because again you know like the western culture upholds you know the body type that you know more so to what I am right but I definitely one of the things that I came to terms with for myself that really helped me because I'd be like dang I need to like I'm skinny but I I should have a six-pack right like I could Mm -hmm. do that I should do this Mm -hmm. and like when I lived in LA like I would work out hella crazy and and I think I was like healthier when I you know lived there but I always did it for the wrong reasons I always did it to be like really vain and to live up to that like standard of beauty like I wanted to you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, oh, well, I'm cool, though, because I'm Latina and I have curves. Like, I don't even have to pay for it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could really do yeah. this or whatever. But when I came into that realization of, like, I'm really upholding, I- I'm playing the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I should just do this because it makes me feel good, not because I want to look good. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So when I started to approach it from that perspective, um, it it 
things just shifted and everything really started to click in. You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of like the culture, you know, Western culture, especially American culture, like we perpetuate like the, you know, like the diet culture and stuff like that. And people think like, oh, I'm on my shit. I'm getting healthy. I'm getting healthy. But it's like, for what reasons? You know what I mean? And after I had my daughter and I've said this on the podcast before, like when I had my daughter, After that, I felt like the most powerful person I was ever, like the most Mm. powerful version of myself. Mm. Because I was like, look at what my body did. I'm fucking alchemy. Like, I'm amazing. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? I literally turned food into a human being. You know what I mean? Like, this is... Y'all can't fuck with me. Like, you know what I mean? And I kept her alive by nursing her. Like, my body kept my child alive after... I knew exactly what she needed. Exactly. And then and then just learning about like breastfeeding and stuff like that. And everyone was like, oh, your tits are never going to look the same. And I was like, well, I had her when I was 29. We had a great run. <laughs> Lots of fun, people. <laughs> like, it was, you caught me off guard. So... I'm all looking at your tits. <laughs> they're, they are right, girl. No, you they're, know? Good. they're yeah, good. I we... saw them at the pole dancing. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> solid eight bro (laughs) like yeah and I was just and everyone was like oh you're gonna do that literally like I had ants that were gonna be like you're gonna give that up and I was like yep I am you know and I that's when I really came into it and I'm like I'm gonna have whatever body I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. because my body knows what the fuck it's doing I just need to listen to my body like Mm -hmm. look at what it did for me this like I'm I'm straight you know what I mean but that was like a real breakthrough for me don't do it for the vain the vanity reasons and like because that's when you're you're playing into it you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and then it does a disservice to all women everywhere Mm -hmm. for you to do it for those reasons whether you're thin big in the middle like whatever range you land on in the spectrum if you do it for those unhealthy reasons mm-hmm. it does a disservice to women everywhere no, and when I realized yeah. that I was like nah I don't I just birthed the daughter mm-hmm. I want to love women I want to create a space where I love women and those women teach their daughter so my daughter can have a space mm-hmm. where yes. she's loved by women mm-hmm. like that you know what I mean and Break so the cycle. yeah exactly. and so mm-hmm. when we we again like Frenchie was saying we did a pole dancing class for one of our our good girlfriends to celebrate her birthday and there was a big group of us and i I love that like we We were different we took a group picture and i love that like i would have posted we're from like zero to probably like 16 or you know what i mean like and i'm just like it's a this is like like we need to embrace our bodies like be happy like we were like a Honestly, we were some badass bitches that day. Yeah. We knew what we... I might have bruises on my knees from the floor. <laughs> like, you know, like, we did the damn thing. And, like, when I saw myself in the mirror, like, first, because obviously, like, when I was, like, moving and doing this, I don't know what the hell I was doing, like, a snake. And I was like... Yeah, oh, the snake. Girl, I'm all doing it now. <laughs> like, it felt so good. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I think that's the point where I told you in the message, Carissa, that that's where I found myself, like, God, I'm, like, I'm drop dead gorgeous like i am sexy mm-hmm. i never it's sad though because i never saw myself that way till i hit this pole dancing class mm-hmm. i was so embarrassed i'm not gonna lie i was really embarrassed to go because like you know all you guys like have beautiful bodies you know you have a beautiful body too bitch <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. and then like you know the sports bra wasn't fitting me and i was like damn i have some i shorts. love that sports bra man i was so <laughs> glad she was i was just saying yo me channel tacos de ojo that was like the most action i had gotten in months I was 
for it. Like, <laughs> I love it. Y'all love wish you. you could be a fly on the wall. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh, make me blush. <laughs> Anyways, I'm but, just saying, We, I was watching. <laughs> oh my God. See, now I lost my train of thought. Damn it, damn. Your sports bra, and something sports about bra, it not yes. fitting. I was like, it and was then, not, it was a non-issue. <laughs> and then like, whatever. So I put on a sport, I brought two because I was like, shit, one's gonna, they're going to pop out. My back fat, you know, something, whatever, right? Like this is my, my workout clothes, you know? And when I went there and I was like, you know what? Okay, like the fuck these are all my friends these are like my sisters why am i embarrassed i take everything off dude i remember and i was like screw it dude it was the best experience i recommend everyone to do pole dancing i don't even like if you have no moves you can't groove or they'll teach you how to go on that pole but and how get to do like it like your best girlfriends together oh yeah all your best friends yeah like that that was such an amazing experience yeah. and when we left there i was like bro like Tell me, because we we left there and we got ready and then we went out. But we were like banging, bro. Like <laughs> it, the energy was just everyone felt very empowered yes. and everyone dressed up and yeah. felt sexy. Whatever level they want, like you know, one of our homegirls put her cute jeans on and you know her Nike kicks, and she was like, "I'm ready." And I'm like, "Dad, girl, get it." You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's her version and that's what makes her feel right. sexy. Yeah. You know. And I'm like, dude, if you feel sexy and your man's like wife beater and some J's, get it, mama. It. You know what Do I'm it. saying? Like, and if you want to put on some crazy fucking strappy top that needs my help here for it too baby girl <laughs> you know what i mean like so it was just again that whole it was all levels of the spectrum you know but when we were out it was that energy of just love yourself embrace yourself embrace whatever body you have and do the damn thing girl <laughs> more, more spaces like that yes yes yes, yes. i so, do but honestly but and I know you in your pictures. I gotta bring that up. I'm sorry, but drop the IG handle. Like, once like, like, yes, yes. You are drop dead gorgeous, honestly, dude. I'm gonna go on for this. Like, I want to just say my truth about my crush. Go ahead, girl. I'm mad at it, Pat. If you're hearing, I don't care. <laughs> That is, he's like bad bunny and little cosmic one and Emma. And Emma. <laughs> <laughs> anyways but no like i've seen like you know and again like i love the way you embrace your curves your body and everything and i've seen how i fucking love it when you do this when you call out everyone i'm like yes like do it get it i honestly i get off on making people uncomfortable it's my fucking thing it's, my it's like thing. your turn on <laughs> exactly like okay we, we have to you know there's like the term sapiosexual for people who get off on oh, like yes. smart you know like oh, intelligence yeah, 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 like yeah. there's got to be a thing for people for who get real. off making you feel uncomfortable let's coin for this term real. but like okay so it started with like once i started gaining the weight you know i felt more comfortable wearing like tighter clothes right mm -hmm. and then like Five or six years ago, I stopped shaving my armpits. And nice. that threw everyone the fuck out. My God, they go for a loop. I love it. Nobody liked that. So I'd be at the grocery store in a tank top just like, ah. and there's like an old white woman like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you know, it's a trip as you go to New Leaf, right? So it's like, what Everyone's is going on? Like looking at me like, I'm the crazy one. <laughs> Girl, listen, hippie. Right. Let me show you a real hippie. Exactly. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it stems from indigenous culture, by the way. Thanks for stealing yeah. that, too. Oh, yes. Preach. Well, Where's the lie? Right. <laughs> 
check. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, like just reclaiming my body and like honoring my curves that I had like tried to hide for so long, mm-hmm. you know? And then also like decorating my body, tattoos, mm-hmm. like my colored hair, everything yeah. like mm-hmm. that, like really coming into myself. Yeah. And I'm really grateful. Like, although I came from a very, like, conservative kind of background, my mom, like, was always for me expressing myself. Like, I started dyeing my hair when I was probably 11. Oh, that's dope. Got my first piercing when I was 16. Like, my Uh dad had to sign off on it, but I still got it. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate that part of my life. Like, they, they were, like, no to most things, but, like, of course, the things that were, like, seen as inappropriate, they allowed me to do. <laughs> so, yeah, just really, like, coming into my body and, you know, just making people uncomfortable. The only way you learn is by being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be the person to make you uncomfortable, Sophie. so be it. Here I am, bitch, you know? like. <laughs> I love that. I And I feel like more people need to just take on that mentality mm-hmm. of, like, let me just make you a little bit uncomfortable like let's let's see where this goes (laughs) like like ask me questions i'm here for it if you mm want to know i'll help you i mean venmo me for my you know i'm laboring free you feel me (laughs) you know yeah when did you decide to take it to social media was that always something that you were just like fuck it i'm just gonna put it out there or was there a mo like a decided moment where you were like you know what i feel like it's always kind of been there you know I feel like it really started within the last few years, though. I did, like, have an OnlyFans for a while, and mm-hmm. that was, like, making me some good money. So, Do you have to show your face? No. I'm like, no. I'm like, we, I, girl, I'm thinking about making one for my no. feet. <laughs> I got some cute-ass cute toes. Cute <laughs> <laughs> She's sure. got chanclas on today. I got chanclas, but I got no, my cute no, little I toes. Got, <laughs> I got cacahuates. I could, <laughs> I could not do anything related to feet. <laughs> it's some weird things for $20, but... Hey, yeah. okay. <laughs> money is money, girl. For real. That's the thing. That's the thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. And you know what? If someone's willing to pay for it, don't come to me. Mm-hmm. Talk to the motherfucker that's got the issue who's paying for it. It's like people yeah. selling like the socks and the underwear and everything. It's mm-hmm. like I was telling my mom about that. She's like, yeah, people buy underwear. She's like, what the fuck? I'm all, yeah, yeah. I'm about thing. to sell some don't of my. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Exactly. Yep. exactly. There's a market for everything out there. Mm-hmm. There is. is the <laughs> original <laughs> hustle, right? Mm-hmm. That is pimping. They say it's the original hustle. Hustle. I'm on what selling. This is no pimping. They I say know. it's original hustle, right? So it's like this is like the, you know, the new age version of that, right? right? But like femmes are reclaiming their power. They're mm-hmm. like, fuck a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> let's take this. I'm sh- my own pimp. Exactly. Yeah, let's that. take this shit to Venmo. Yeah, for real. <laughs> What's like the craziest thing anyone's ever told you, like on social media, Instagram, like with the things that you post? Okay, so I think it was recently. I actually. What had happened? I think somebody found me through. I I spoke at a protest not too long ago. I think it was in like August 2020, something like that. No, October. Anyways. In Santa Cruz, right? Okay. I think somebody had found me through that. And I was literally getting, I was, I was getting like attacked online. Mm -hmm. And this person like had called me like a whore and all this and telling me that I didn't respect myself Mm -hmm. and literally was like some somehow they found my like address (gasps) and like it got real intense like just because you were showing your body just because I was showing my body yeah it was like 
pretty and is this terrifying. were these like males or i don't know they no. were they were you oh know, i remember i think you did yeah, post it I had posted yeah about it. i remember because yeah. i had discovered you be- from your fucking attack oh you saw my yeah. attack yeah from the street vendor. yeah yeah yeah, so it was right around that mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And probably I think, was him too, probably doing some or something, dude. <laughs> and it's just this this toxic masculinity where like men can, you know, feel free to do whatever they want with their bodies, but when a woman does it, it's just like, no. Yeah. You know, it's just like how does that make any fucking sense? Like going back to not shaving my armpits, men are disgusted by it. I'm like, bro, lift up your fucking arms. Look at your Thank face. You. Exactly. Dude. So fucking, you know? No, I completely Oh. oh wait wait i have something to add to oh, that go go so it's like okay so you want me to be this like clean shaven hair nowhere you want me to basically be a child is that what you're telling that's, that's what i was gross. thinking yeah it's on some no. weirdo mm-hmm. kind of shit i'm sorry that's a whole, i know mm-hmm. i'm that's all for i'm all for the landing strip people yeah, <laughs> triangle landing a yield know. sign yeah. <laughs> keep it nice and tight i mean there can't i don't know i don't like a forest but <laughs> i got forest i'm telling there needs to shaved is like there needs to be a there, it's just healthy in your underwear, I remember bro. my like, grandma that's just healthy that's, my grandma was so cute she's like you need a little pelitos down there mija because they keep the <laughs> they keep the bad things away from inside <laughs> and I was like okay they <laughs> literally real. be crumb catchers bitch <laughs> for real. So I left everything the flavor like, savers <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy with the I'll beard for later <laughs> <laughs> oh that was funny <laughs> oh my god but... i love how you got comfortable 40 yeah. minutes in <laughs> oh girl we, we can keep going that's all it takes <laughs> you should hear our other conversation outside this too yeah. <laughs> but no it's funny you say that because like the day we went pole dancing that day like fuck i was like god i gotta shave my legs and i was like you know i need grip you know that's what i was thinking and then so the next day i get home i'm tired i'm not even hungover i'm just tired Somehow I busted my ankle. I have bruises, everything, right? Like, I remember how you busted your ankle. (laughs) I was, anyways, it it was a nice night, okay? It was a great night. I get home and then, like, I have my shorts on. I'm just in my underwear or whatever. And then my husband's all like, You shaved your legs? I'm all, Yeah, why? You shave for, you shave your legs for your friends, but not for me. And I was all, For what? Like, the hell? I'm you married. like I'm prickly like the fuck you see me everywhere like I remember this one time we just got married too I had my stomach out and I was always like sexy I'm like you want to rub it <laughs> <laughs> if he don't want to rub it he ain't the, the one, one. <laughs> keep it moving girl and if you have yourself a gordito you better rub his tummy bitch <laughs> Give me yeah, exactly Buddha right there. <laughs> oh, come yeah. cuddle me <laughs> No, but yeah, that's the one thing that I find a really like pet peeve. I'm like, I don't like shaving. I don't like doing all that stuff. Like, first of all, I'm lazy. I'm always on a run, like on a go. I have to do this. I have to do that. And then plus like shaving gives me like, what's that thing called? Razor burn. Yeah, razor burn. And it sucks. Like under your armpit, like no. Mm -mm. And especially when you're going to shave down. Oh, that's the worst. And you have curly hair, bitch. When you shave like your fucking nalgas, and like the next day, it's like a fucking, what are those? Fly catchers? You know, the the, 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 the plants that eat flies? What are they called? They're like something eaters. Done with you. They're like the plantitas that go like, yes. I love those because they're carnivores. Those plants are carnivores. If you think about it, man, if a guy gave me that, I love this episode already. You want to uh, give me, if you really want to impress me, get me an exotic plant. 
<laughs> oh, she's a great. You're oh, a plant mama too. Plant mama over really? Here. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> Shout out to Joss. Joss, if you're hearing this, my little starter that you gave me. I'm a plant. I got a little sprout off of it. I'm going to have to send her a picture. I got it at the Wellness in the Park event that she threw, that Andaya threw, the one in like Seaside or mm. Marina or whatever. Yeah. Mm. I got it then and it finally sprouted. That's I'm a so plant cool. mom, y'all. You're a plant mom. So excited. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> yeah. All things are happening in my life. <laughs> Great things. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. But, okay. So, that person, whoever, some person with obviously that had no life was pretty yeah. much stalking you yeah so you're like dude way too much time right yeah. you're like who am you really had to dig deep i'm right. nobody and it, it literally and it gets to the point where you know like I, I before when i you know when i first started using instagram i had like probably two thousand followers and then i was like i was like always focused on the count First, mm. You know, and I feel like that's something that young people get in their heads a lot. Like, yeah, like the, the likes follow- and everything. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Finally broke out of that, you know, when I was like in my 20s. And then, you know, like I've canceled an Instagram or restarted a new one multiple times, just like going through transitions in my life and have thought about going off of social media. But then again, it's like I, I honestly feel like people who are not on social media, that's a privilege. You know, because being on social media gives us access to seeing so many things that are going on in the world. And I can understand why people would not want to see that. But, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like if I wasn't on social media, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to see what the fuck's going on and how I need to get involved. Because we talked about this before we hit record, but, like, we don't listen to, like... Uh, radio we don't watch television like you know Mm -hmm. i use social media as like a tool for news but i want my news filtered through the lens of like black brown indigenous peoples following educators exactly like twitter news (laughs) (laughs) and and that's what i do so when i go on the feed you know what i mean like you're right it is a privilege to to sign off of it and i i recently made that decision to like really take a step back from social media and so like i don't have social media on my phone i only have it on my tablet and my tablet doesn't typically travel with me so i either have it in the morning and then again at night and you know what i mean but that's definitely like not to shame anybody at all whatsoever but you know it 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 is a privilege and we have to yeah exactly but i think that's a healthy boundary for me you know what i'm saying like everyone needs to do what's best for them exactly in their life and some people use social media as a way to connect and to find community and so like if you're going through something and struggling then I don't suggest you do that if Mm -hmm. that is your way of you know having reaching out to people and stuff like that then like Mm -hmm. I I think that social media is a tool and you should use tools to your advantage you know what I'm saying and like a screwdriver can fit many a screw you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and that's something that we could all carry in our tool belts, right? And we mm-hmm. can all use that screwdriver in, you know, sort of different ways, right? Exactly. So yep. I think everyone should do what's best for them. And mm-hmm. for me, it was something happened on social media and I had all these people like DMing me and my account's private. So they like really had to go out of their way to find me. You know what I'm I saying? I learned my lesson. My account's been private for a while now. I yeah. used to have it on public and I would get some like fucked up things sent to me. Yes. And comments. Or like, you know, the every once in a while the unsolicited unsolicited dick pic like you would get those yeah i'm so glad that's like a thing now you can report a motherfucker and that's like you know a sexual assault charge yeah Yeah, that's that's a whole thing now good keep it in your hands explicitly asked for i just don't understand them till this day 
I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't has get it. Has any woman actually ever asked no. for a dick pic? Oh, no. I know someone who has. Is anyone? Yeah. I know someone who has. Oh, my gosh. I just, I can't. A sexy video. I don't know an actual dick pic, right. but I am guilty of asking for the sexy video. <laughs> but, but, like, just without you, like, asking. Like, I remember, like, I had. I don't want a picture of, like. No. The the bottom of your no, shoes though don't like, give me that picture <laughs> like, the background like, of your gross ass room exactly i had like this like girls have person. to like i know we have to like cute. go this way like find your angle no. i had like this stalker before i changed my number like he i would get random like messages like hey hi i'm like i wouldn't text back he's like oh you don't remember me and it was a guy it was i have no idea who this was it was legit a white guy showing me a picture of everything i was like dude like i call the cops and i called the number and everything it was like a number that made like those bot numbers oh my god yeah i was like and this person like i don't know what the fuck i remember just changing my name i was like fuck this those are those creepy oh my god dude those are the guys that we all talk about to be mindful of when you're at the club halfway Mm -hmm. tipsy it's those motherfuckers. And to block your drink. And to block. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's those weirdo people. Mm-hmm. Like, the do shit like that. That's weird, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, how low are your fucking social skills that this is the way that you have to interact sexually right. with the reply, opposite so sex? I'm going to send a picture of my body to, yeah. like, make you, you know, go into shock. And actually, like, what, that's supposedly weird. want him or want right. Yeah, that's Oh, disgusting. my God, I'm so turned on Like, now. I want this now. I always, mm. oh, my God, that's so funny. I always say that shit when, like, I see guys. It's a thing in Selena's, too. And I'm sure it's a thing in Watsonville also where, like, guys will rev their car oh, or, like, God. speed I off all crazy that. and shit. And, like, I remember I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I want him so bad now. <laughs> like being super like sarcastic and like i'd be standing there with my friends or whatever and i'm like did you just see that or the oh. loud ass oh. <laughs> i know it's like the loud dude, really? music they turn it up louder i'm like oh my god oh my goodness I'm like it's yeah hilarious. we really want to hear that guys yeah. we it's like, really love that it's, it's like observing monkeys at the zoo like this is their peacock <laughs> moment hilarious. I like yeah that. you know how peacocks when they want to fuck they like yeah. you know they pull out the plumes to like put on a show or whatever and they're like this is what i have to offer that's what they they're <clears throat> doing do that, that same thing they're like my car and my ego this is what i have to offer this is what i think i bring to the table so this is what i lead with when i try to pick up females it's like their dick is like this here you go, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that is not big dick energy. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. I couldn't. I know what it is when I'm in it. I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. I just I know when I feel it, but I'm telling you for sure that's not it. <laughs> in the heat of the moment, right? <laughs> yeah. So the only you had the OnlyFans that only lasted for like I want to say maybe just all 2020, right? So, Pretty much. Yeah, I did it. I literally did it when we like first got our stimulus checks and I was getting banked. Damn, that is so strategic. I love that. Dude, yeah. you know, economy. Get it. Get your thing. Hey. Girl, should I listen? Plus, supply and demand. Dude, <laughs> shout out to Watsonville Unified High School District because they taught a bitch something. <laughs> You know, before I I have been in and out in sex work for like probably five or six years, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, the old school ways to just do it through Snapchat, do it through Instagram, you know, my my way basically was like if I got, you know, I've been married to I've been in a relationship for fucking most of my life for 11 years. Oh, okay. (laughs) And. But yeah, no, it's my my husband's very supportive of, you know, whatever. I I love that. You guys have a very. 
he knows I am my own fucking woman with or without him and he cannot stop that. You know? We will go. <laughs> yeah. We go. We. Big That's BDE right there. See, gentlemen, <laughs> if you're real. listening, that, that is yeah. big dick Darling, energy. Darling, is big dick energy. With all the sparkles everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I was in and out. I've been in and out of sex work, you know, for, for quite some time. And I finally took it to OnlyFans to, like, actually have a platform. And I was doing really good with it, but it was just like, you know, I already had a full-time job to keep up with. My job was already exhausting. I'm in social work, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, having to come home and then set aside to, you know, take these pictures or make these videos for people when I didn't really even, like, feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. It just, it was just really hard for me. And I, more power to anyone in sex work who, you know, can continue through with that. I just could not keep up with it. But that's why I decided it just wasn't good for my mental health anymore. And I just, it was taking a lot out of me. Like, even on my weekends, I'm like, okay, I got to set aside like three or four hours to make content. So it, it was a lot. So I just decided to get out of it. And, you know, if, if things come for, you know, like sometimes guys will message me here and there. And I'm like, if you're if you want pictures or anything, like they'll hit on me. And I'm like, this is my Venmo. Yeah. Leave mm-hmm. it at that. Yep. If you if you're interested, you send me 10 bucks and we'll start from there and <laughs> I'll give you my <laughs> race forward. You know, like, <laughs> I love that. You gotta yes. be the troll toll, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you must be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And, you know, I haven't been doing much of it lately, but that's okay. It's it'll come when it needs to. I'm. It's always there for me, you know? Yeah. I don't, you don't have to answer this question if you're not comfortable yeah. with it. But like, what are we talking about dollar wise? Oh, like, Marcus, yeah, like, I want to know. Height I'm going to ask you questions like, about my feet. What can I do? <laughs> in, in 2020, I, on my tax return, I made a 4K. Wow. That was in seven months. Really? Yeah. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Doing math here. <laughs> I'm on one, two, three. (laughs) Okay. And also, I mean, the daughter of an accountant. So I understand what you mean when you said I claimed 4,000 on my taxes. Yeah, exactly. That's tight. Okay. I'll do the math. Right. (laughs) But that was, that was very, very helpful. Like Mm -hmm. I needed that at the time and I was having a lot of fun with it. But like I said, it was just, it was just draining and it wasn't something I could keep up with. You know, if if it was my full-time job, 100% I could do that. Mm -hmm. But considering I already had an employment, you know, I was fully employed already. It was just something that I, like, couldn't find the time for. So Mm, it was more of a side hustle than anything. And just for our listenership, because, I mean, I I know because I follow you and Frenchie and, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. But when you say sex work, like, define that for our listenership. Because we have, like, big demographic of our listenership is, like, older you know what I mean women like that you know 45 to 50 range I'm sure when you said that a couple of them raised an eyebrow and were like whoa wait up what does that mean and I feel like sex work is like immigrant it's a dirty word you know what I mean and like it comes with these like (laughs) Samantha Sorry, damn it. See, this is shit like this happens, and then I think to myself, how can I walk that back? <laughs> like, damn it. No, but again, what yeah, like, how, how would you explain sex work, like, you know, to our audience? Like, right. you know. so I think when it comes to sex workers, everyone has their own definition. When we talk, when we say the word sex work, it's a huge umbrella term. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be anything for I, I, what I did for sex work was mostly, you know, selling photos yeah. and videos. Then we can go into the term 
full service sex worker. So when yes. we talk about a, a person who is a full service sex worker, that means that they would have sex with another mm-hmm. individual or anything in between. Yeah. But I did my, all of my sex work virtually. So there's sex work and then there's a full service sex worker. Yeah. And, and that's those, kind of the distinction that exactly. I wanted, you know, to make for, yeah. because I think a lot of times people hear that and they're like, oh, right. she has sex for money. Exactly. And it's like, no, no. Right. let's define, you know, what this is and, and right. how, and who all falls under the umbrella of mm-hmm. sex work. Right. Because I think that there is like, the legal quote-unquote and acceptable forms of sex work Mm -hmm. and then there's like the underground and the sort of like black market of sex work that includes prostitution Mm -hmm. and pimps and also like human trafficking and like Mm -hmm. shit like that and then the legal thing would be like strip clubs strippers Mm -hmm. are considered sex workers because they use their bodies and i respect them so exactly man that shit is hard as (laughs) (laughs) or you know so so yeah again there's like the legal kind of form of it and the more socially acceptable forms of sex work and then there's the less you know socially acceptable the sex workers that come with those negative connotations associated Mm -hmm. with the label of quote-unquote sex work so i think for a lot of people it would be it would behoove them (laughs) to educate themselves on like what is a sex worker and what does sex work mean today what how is that defined you know what i mean it's not it's a different how how it is sex work now from back in the day that's why Mm -hmm. i'm just thinking but again, like, you know, the whole like positivity of your your body, your cuerpo and everything. Is there like any like, you know, we're basically like a coven here, like witches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We love doing rituals. We love like embracing ourselves. Like, dude, mm-hmm. we win. Like we're still wanting to do a whole full moon, but naked dancing. You know, yeah. we want to do that one. <laughs> you know, we've been close to doing it, but not yet. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything that you do to your like for yourself that you just like embrace it? Like here I am. Look at yourself in the mirror. Like any rituals that you do to embrace your body. I think it really just comes down to a lot of self-care, like mm-hmm. sitting sitting with myself a lot. And like, I, I feel like I come from such a background where, where it's like work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, this no days off mentality. Yeah. And we really just need to be able to give ourselves a break and honor that part of ourselves because you can't all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, you know, <laughs> like you got to take it easy sometimes and take a breath like fucking bubble baths and like taking those sexy pictures that mm-hmm. I take and like putting myself out there and like showing, you know, showing the parts of myself that I haven't always been comfortable with. And I feel like doing something that scares me sometimes, like posting those pictures. Sometimes I go to bed, I'm like, fuck, where did I post that? But then I wake up and I get these, you know, positive, you know, especially coming from other like women of color mm-hmm. who are like, oh, my gosh, you look amazing. And I'm like, this is what this is what maybe that's what they needed to see today. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, and maybe as as scary as it is for me, maybe this is this helps that woman the next person take that next mm-hmm. step. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you feel like your your sex work helped you to embrace your body or did you already embrace your body and then you embrace the sex work? Exactly. The second one, for sure. I feel like I feel like the sex work was just the cherry on top. You know, like I was already feeling I was already feeling really comfortable in the person I'm becoming and the body I've I've, you know, grown to love. And I think the sex work just made it 10 times better. Yeah, because it was it 
Was it validating for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't just love my body. Other people want to see it, and they're willing to pay to see it. (laughs) And not even that, like, actually, like, a lot of the people that, you know, I had as, you know, clients or whatever for my sex work were very genuinely kind people. And it wasn't, it doesn't have to be sexualized so much, you Mm -hmm. know? Sometimes sex work is just another human interaction with somebody who needs to talk to someone. Exactly. You know? If they have the motherfucking cuddle institute, why can't there? You know what there I mean? There is. I yeah, for yeah. people because they say that we need there's certain things yeah. that you need. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like I some need people money. need. <laughs> well, I mean, you need money, and some people need stimulation, yeah. and they do it. Here's the thing for me: is if there are two consenting adults, and there is some sort of like monetary exchange happening there like if you're two consenting adults this is a very healthy way to get what it is that you need how is this 100 you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and when we don't embrace these forms of sex work i think that leads to the dark side of sex work Mm -hmm. and then people go into that because it's not normalized in our culture so then they go into like these kind of seedy you know underground really gross kind of situations you know what i'm saying and so our society being so anti you know sex work feeds into the negative part of sex work in reality all around us it's inevitable it's all around us and i mean talking getting into sex work you know let's talk about fucking Marsha p johnson and you know sylvia rivera stonewall come on i seen the documentary about it i was i fell instantly in love with uh, miss rivera she is she is everything and when i think you know when when i i said that to somebody like a couple months back i was like come on let's be real sex work is all around us and they're Mm -hmm. like really sam really and i was like bitch Walk to the mall, Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Why is Giselle Bunchen and all those bitches not considered sex workers? Right. They're selling you sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's what people are buying. You know what I mean? Right. Like watch the- a fucking Carl's Jr. commercial and a girl in a bikini eating a burger with the ketchup falling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, like, like come on, like you're sex not work right there. Yeah, exactly. you're not gonna tell me that this shit is not ingrained into like our society. Yeah. Come Once on, again, be real. You created the market. I'm just profiting from it. Yeah, but that's what they get mad about, like, because when females embrace themselves and we don't need the middleman anymore Mm -hmm. and they profit off of it, they're like, no, 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 no. Wait, capitalism isn't supposed Mm -hmm. to work for you. (laughs) It's supposed to work for white males. Mm -hmm. No, you can't do that. What are you doing? No, 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 no. So then we'll create this culture Mm -hmm. where it's unacceptable for you to do that and we'll shame you into not doing it because we can't control you. So we'll try and get the people around you. And then write legislation to fuck you over. Yes. There's the other one. I love this. I like those across like <laughs> like yes. <laughs> a little fake smile over here. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. We can go on and on and on. But is there anything else that you like one of the anything else you want to like let our listenership know before we like close out? Like I want you to the... speak the way you speak. Like I just love the way you just talk bullshit, dude. Just just go ahead. Say it. Five just... minutes. Go off. No, just kidding. <laughs> 
think here. I want to be I want to be thoughtful with the things I say. Thoughtful and intentional. I yeah. love that about you too. While you think about that, we'll just say if you don't already follow her on Instagram, <laughs> go ahead and do yourself a favor. A huge favor. <laughs> yeah, because when we talk about those like, you know, going through the news feed and stuff like that, that's one of the things that like I love. There are certain accounts that I follow and when I don't see them that often, I'll go back and like like a whole bunch of pictures. I'm like, "What the fuck? Why didn't this not come up?" The but like yeah. exactly. So in all of you know following like the social justice pages and like people who are woke and like you know all this stuff to get the news i also am like yo i need to follow like nalgona positivity i need to follow yes, little comic yes. one i need to follow like quiller enamoradas i need to follow you know brown badassy bonita i need to follow like all of these people in these pages that are like embrace your body Mine's wherever all witchy, it is <laughs> like yeah, whatever it is yeah. like embrace your body love yourself honor where you're at in your process and the fact that your body has brought you this far. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so in all of that, and I'm like, it's heavy, it's heavy. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> Let's just stop right here for a second. I, I, you know, you might get a couple of those. They're like, you know how Kip's watch on the videos. Right, That's me right. a couple of times. No, I'll honestly, just sit there. I can <laughs> watch it again you. and again. Like I can say this to you and like, I know I've probably mentioned it in too, but like, honestly, I look up to you. You made yeah. me feel like a certain way. I was like, you know what? She could do it. I could do this too. You know, like I got this. And honestly, like, thank you for showing your curves. Thank you for showing the other rest of the woman out there. Anyone, you know, femmes, queer, everyone. Cause I know you're a big advocate for like the queer LGBT. Yeah. You're community. all about that. And I appreciate who you are, what you're about. Thank and you. it's very like eye opening, very loving, I, very humble from you. Yeah. That's what I get from you. And I love the vibe that you bring. I love your hair. I love <laughs> you. You're just like an amazing you. person. Like, Thank just you. keep doing you. Keep Thank doing you, you boo-boo. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. But think... again, anything that you want to share, like, sorry, we're, like, going off, like, no, how amazing okay. you are. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, more spaces like this where we just yeah. shower femmes for, like, being their authentic selves. Yes. Like, yes, we need to do more of this. Yeah. Stop apologizing. Yeah, just, like, yeah. Yes, all day long. <laughs> I was just kind of thinking, like, allow yourself to come into you, you know, mm. like give yourself the space that you deserve. And however you go about it, as long as it's safe, do it, do what you have to do and find other like-minded people, you know, stop getting back into social media, stop following people that make you feel like shit. It's just yeah. that get the toxic <laughs> toxicity out of your life. Even if that means, you know, cutting out family, friends, yeah. don't lock the Kardashians. To, yes. Yeah. You don't want the <laughs> I love guys. that energy. <laughs> Yeah, that's it <laughs> for real but really just allow yourself to come into you and it's gonna be scary you know it's 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 fucking terrifying something new is never supposed to be exactly. all good it's supposed to be scary if you're not scared then you're not doing it right and mm -hmm. just like i was saying before you're gonna have to feel <clears throat> uncomfortable to learn something new right and i also just want to say too while we're you know talking about follow you know my instagram or whatever like i try to try to be someone that you can come to you know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i feel like more people on social media need to make themselves a safe space like that you know because i think i found my ch really like my chosen family through instagram mm -hmm. you know finding people also through like the hashtag f your beauty standards and like following people through like these body positive po body positive hashtags and don't be afraid to reach out to people and, you know, find find your chosen family. If you are not accepted where you are right now, there's someone out there for you, you know. Yeah. And, and, yeah, I mean, that's all I can really think of. 
yeah, take the sexy picture and post it. I'm about to be naked right now. Aquí estoy, right here. I might do it on a close friend's. I'm going to take that advice. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 like, little circle, like the little group yeah. chat that we have, like I'll be like, I don't have a bra on today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be sitting and it's like, here we go. Yeah, we have like our, our friends group of yeah. like our close that. close like, just like, girlfriends yeah. or whatever. Like, and I'll, sisters, be, I'll just yeah. be like, I ain't going to send this to a boy, but damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, do it whatever whatever helps you feel more sexy more confident do it yeah i love mm. that love it love it love it well we always end our episodes here on comadres with regalos y cargas so before we get into that just like frenchie was showering you with gifts one of the things that i want to <laughs> say thank you for is I think a lot of the times, like, we see the end result, right? And they're like, oh, my God, thank you for being this woman. Thank you for, like, encouraging. And that's great. You know what I mean? I think that that should be praised and celebrated as well. I thank you for doing the work. Mm -hmm. Because that's really the side that no one sees. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, the the part of it that's really easy to overlook. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. more so than, like the content that you create like thank you for doing the work so Mm -hmm. that you can be on this other side and like girl you're inspiring people who you don't even know are watching you you know so all that work that you did I I was told this by an elder of mine you know when you heal yourself you don't just heal yourself you hear seven generations forward and seven Mm -hmm. generations back Mm -hmm. and so like you're healing people because you healed yourself you're healing people that you don't even know that you're touching so thank you so much for doing that work Aww. and even though it's so difficult cross. you know I'm what i'm saying See, like that my empath ass here we go again damn it sam yeah. you always do this to us i'm a writer <laughs> and a pisces yeah, like, <laughs> you're a writer i'm a chillona <laughs> i'm a pisces i always want to go deep wait, wait like, what's um, your sign i'm an aries Ooh, my daughter's in here. See, you can't tell an Aries no. That's why when people were like, oh, you got to be this way. Shave your beard. Fuck that. It's so funny. One of my homies, uh, one of my homies, real quick, sorry. So uh, he's, his birthday's next week. I'm like, oh, you're a Taurus. It makes sense. And he looked at me like, the fuck? Like my witchy ass, right? And I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel fire in you. Tell me why I did his moon and rising and everything. He has two fucking fire. He has a Leo and Aries. I'm all, yeah. there Told we go. You. I I fucking knew it. Yeah, I always say that. I'm like, I'm a Pisces, but there's fire in me. Oh, I know there's fire in you. I'm a firecracker. But yeah, thank you for doing the work. Thank Thank you. And again, you're inspiring people that you don't even know that are watching. So (laughs) anyone out there watching, start a podcast. Then you can invite dope ass people onto your show. (laughs) But with that, we'll get into regalos y cargas. And I'll go ahead and start it off. You see me? I like the dancing. Frenchie's dancing. We need to get like a video to go with our episode. Dude, then I have to do my makeup. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'll be like, girl, I just got off work. I'm a- <laughs> All right. cargas, girl. Let's get into it. What is my carga? I'm I am busy, 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 busy. And it's a carga because sometimes I because you're just busy and there's things that I want to do and I'm like, fuck, I can't do that. I already committed to this other thing and mm-hmm. I, I want to be there for everybody and all things. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I get a little bit like caught up and, and a little bit overwhelmed. You know what I mean? But I guess it's kind of a good problem to have. You know, it's one of those things like when you're in a an interview, they're like, what's your biggest downfall? You're like, I'm so 
focused on things, sometimes the clock will just get away from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those good problems to yeah. have, right? But I did get a little bit overwhelmed trying to like adjust the schedule and fit all of the things that are important to me in into the days, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking to myself, like, gosh, I'm so blessed. Like, people want to be in my company and I want to be in their company and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And to break bread and to, you know, all those things. Right. So I was like, this is a a, a good, you know, kind of issue to have, but yeah. And then my, my regalo is, let's see, I could pick from a few things, but (laughs) (laughs) I got, I, I got a really dope opportunity presented to me. And so I had been kind of working on manifesting that and it's something related to my writing. And so I got a call the other day saying that that project is kind of green lit. And so, you know, the contract isn't signed yet, but it's one of those things that's kind of like an an inevitability. So I'm really excited about about that that project that'll happen. And so stay tuned on a future episode of A3 Wunko Madres. (laughs) I might drop it, but like, yeah, once the ink's signed and the check is cashed, then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, right? Yeah, but I just got the call saying like, yeah, it's, it's a green light you can pass a background check, right? And I was like, yep. (laughs) Yeah, I've done that before. I can give you my fingerprints. I'm cool. (laughs) No evidence left behind. I mean, I mean, (laughs) just kidding. So yeah, so that's a really exciting thing that's happening in my life. And I'm super stoked about those that possibility and and the way that that's going to play out. So pass the mic to Frenchie. (laughs) All right, let's start with Gargas. Honestly, right now, I'm going to be honest, I'm lazy when I get home. That's probably like uh, I work an eight to five job Monday through Friday. I don't want to do shit when I get home. I just want to like just chill, eat and go to bed. You need that vitamin B shot, girl. I know I do. I know. And then I'm kind of like a little bit now. Mom, sorry. I'm kind of like disowning my house from being clean. Mm. But then it's just like I'll do when I need to, you know, like mm-hmm. I'll be ready. And then like I'm brushing the morning, washing dishes or and that night. And I'll I'm leave like, them there, girl. Yeah. And I'm like, you it's know, your what? house. I know and <laughs> that's the mentality of a growing up with a Mexican like house. super family. You have to go to bed with the house clean or leave the house clean or, you know, when you're leaving, whatever. That's just not me. Sorry, mom. That's just not love you. I love you. You did a great job raising her. But (laughs) I just can't. I'll do it in my time. But, you know, again, I'm learning my own ways, I guess. Like, you know, it just kind of sucks. That's taking more time than than other people, I guess, are faster at it. I don't know if that makes sense. My regalo. Finally, it's going to happen. June 12th, I'm getting sworn into a brown beret. Yay. Claps <laughs> all around. Thank you. I finally, or I got my, I ordered my uniform. I, you know, it's down, it's marked, and I'm just super excited. I mean, I love just working, again, like how we met each other, all three of us, obviously mm-hmm. through community work, mm-hmm. through Instagram, I mean, you know, everything, just social media, like being there for us and our, like, black brown brothers queer and you know trans everybody we've always been there for each other and now it's just like i'm actually gonna be there defending and helping and busting someone's lip open if you fuck with me or my family you know like i'm just so excited you don't even know that's my best friend (laughs) fuck with me you see that (laughs) that's my squad that's just one thing i it's so crazy i would see brown berets when i was little and then videos and hear about chicano power and i'm I'm not one person. I've always known myself as a 
Mexicana. I've always been proud. Like I'm, I'm me. Like who, that's who I am. Like born a three one Salas. What's good? What's up? Yeah. You know that that's just me. But now like I'm actually doing work for my community and being there for the people. It's like, damn. And people are looking at me and actually like saying thank you just, just for being. It just it's an amazing feeling, you know. Yeah. And, and now there's a little girl just like you looking up to you. Oh, stop. <laughs> me like, and I, it's just, it's an amazing it's feeling. It's Amelie. Yeah. That little, oh, that's my chiquilla, man. Yeah. That's my little girl, man. I just, she's like, that's my dear Frenchie. <laughs> Even with your brown, like, baño that you had on, she's like, my dear Frenchie. She, like, runs up to her. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's so heartwarming. It's just, the work, it's worth it. That's yep. what it is. And I'm very proud and, you know, I'm going to have, be part of the Oakland unit and then you know hopefully if everything goes well you know versus you know going on and good then we're going to have a chapter here in Monterey County that'll be dope which you know we're going to need recruits yeah yep. <laughs> you know manifesting I know a few heads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right your turn <laughs> okay um, let's see I'll start with my gar- gargas there you go yeah all right let's see feeling kind of burnt out lately with work you know mm-hmm. I, I work my nine to five I'm in I I am a caseworker for people with disabilities so mm-hmm. all about communication Ugh. and family yeah. dynamics all day mm-hmm. and then it's it's one of those things where you know you lose yourself in that work and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're like okay me now like yeah. I gotta pull myself out and set those boundaries like when it's five I'm done like I can't be checking my email and doing these things I, it's just Finding time for myself is always a challenge. Like I said, being raised in like this, this no days off kind of mentality, mm-hmm. trying to break out of that. But I feel like I'm really honoring that part of myself and like finding hobbies outside. Like I started like a cooking page on Instagram. Oh, I love that. Like, oh, super fun. And like, you know, enjoying food and like having fun with mm-hmm. it and also cooking things that like bring me back to my culture you know mm. like i've perfected my pozole and i can't tell you like how proud that <laughs> nice. makes. next time you gotta bring some we gotta go over to your yes. place to go get Thank you. <laughs> i will hook you up i got an instant pot i i, I me and my husband are the only, only ones who eat i gotta post on facebook like yo does anyone want to <laughs> for a family of 20 i swear dude that's every time you make caldo the recipe is for 20 and it cannot be fucked <laughs> with no. like it doesn't matter order right there does yes, matter. <laughs> the recipe is for 20 but i think that that's my regala regalo regalos is finding time for myself and Mm. i've gotten really good at like taking my space you know and like being comfortable being alone like that's Mm. something that for so long i relied on a lot of people around me and like even even having to drive here you know i had to drive from santa cruz yeah it took me like an hour and a half and I was happy. It was nice to have my alone time. And, like, I used to be fearful of that. Did you have your karaoke time? I totally did. Oh, yes. I was listening to, like, the hippo all the way here yes. and, like, listening <laughs> to all the classic rock. And But, no, like, it, I'm I'm really grateful to be happy in my own company. Like I, I love that. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm happy in my 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 solitude, mm-hmm, which is yeah. what I'm really grateful for, because I, I love being with my friends and family, but I also love just being at peace with myself. So... beautiful gift to give yourself I feel like that's when you're like when you can be in silence by yourself and not be afraid Mm -hmm. like that's just such a beautiful place to be in right you know what I mean what a gift 
What a great way to wrap up this episode of <laughs> A31 Comadres. <laughs> I'm so excited that you made the drive all the way out from Santa Thank Cruz you. to we be really here with us. No, I'm being so happy Finally, here. we're not like just Instagram friends. It's so now we can actually say that like we know you know you because people know. are like, Oh, do you know this person? And I was like, like I stalked them on Instagram, <laughs> but like I don't know them in real life. <laughs> I think COVID in 2020 for like introducing to great people, honestly, because you're one of them and I've known like you know my oakland family and everything mm-hmm. you know so covid i give you things just a yeah, poquito right. a little bit yeah. a little nod just that's a little it. bit don't, don't yeah no. don't take it too much <laughs> to everyone listening to us out there in podcast land as always please like subscribe rate review. us give us a review and slide into those dms hey. on ig <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you on the next episode of Adios. Adios. Comadres. Bye. ciao Bye.